2: Today, a safe and sound Clark Kent returns to the fold of his boss, Perry White, only to learn that the sealed letter containing the secret of Superman's double identity is gone.
3: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. I'm telling you, gang, this brand new series of comic buttons, the new prizes and packages of Kellogg's Pep, is just about the most fun that ever happened. In the first place, they're old familiar favorites. Pals that you've been following in the funny papers for a long, long time. Eighteen of them in all, like uh, Toots and Casper, The Inspector, uh, Barney Google, uh, Judy and Corky from uh, Gasoline Alley, and Goofy and Beasy from Harold Dean, and of course, Superman himself. And these new pep comic buttons are done up in full colors, printed clear and bright as anything, so that they'll really show up when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. You'll have a load of fun collecting them and swapping duplicates with your pals. Yes, sir, it's a swell hobby. And the best part is, you don't have to send in a single penny for these exclusive prizes. Not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to make sure Mom keeps stocked up on Kellogg's Pep. And you get a nifty comic button in every package. That's P-E-P, the sunshine cereal. Yes, Pep's a dish that's hep for breakfast. It's so sunny and golden toasted and delicious. So ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep next time she goes shopping.
2: Now, the adventures of Superman. Realizing that he might never return from his search for the lost planet Apollo, Superman, before his departure, left a sealed letter with Dr. Millicent, the famous scientist, in which he revealed the secret of his double identity. In the event that he failed to return by a certain time, Millicent was to deliver the letter, unopened, to editor Perry White. Returning to Earth a few hours past the stated time, Superman learned that Millicent had just delivered the letter to White and Jimmy Olsen praying that they had not yet read it, he hurried to the Daily Planet newspaper in his guise of Clark Kent. In White's office, Kent learned that the letter had not been read only because it had disappeared. Shocked, Kent gasped. My enemies get hold of that letter. They... They...
1: Why, anything can happen. Huh? Great Caesar's ghost, will you please tell us what this is all about?
0: Gee whiz, I don't get it at all. Look, you didn't... I mean... No,
1: I didn't commit any crimes or anything like that. It's just that I... I... Well, you see...
0: uh, no, I don't see. No, neither do I. What
1: was in that letter, Kent? What was in it? Yes, what was in it that so all fired important? Why, I, I Well, uh, how should I know? How
0: should you know? Oh, oh my dear, Saint oh, telling you. Aunt gosh, Mr. Kent, something must have happened to you up on Apollo. How can you say you don't know what's in that letter Wait a minute, you...
1: wait a minute. What's the matter with you two? Don't you realize we're talking about Superman's letter? Of course I know it was Superman's letter. Well? What I want to know is now is why you've been beating your chest and tearing your hair about it. Uh, you know what was in it? Well, uh, uh, how should I know? No, No, I've got to be calm. I've got to remember I'm not young anymore. But Kent, if you don't stop bushing about the beat, I I, I mean beating about the bush and tell us what was in that letter, I, I... Oh, I get
0: it. You get what? Well... How could Mr. Kent know what was in Superman's letter? Isn't that right, Mr. Kent? (laughs) Of
1: course. It's all very simple. I've just been talking for Superman, that's all. For Superman? Well, naturally. I'm, I'm giving you his own words from his own mouth, you might say. Obviously, he put something in that letter which must not be revealed while he's alive. I'm excited and worried because if that information does become known, he won't be half as valuable to humanity as he is now. Gosh. Superman told you that, Kent? I told you, Chief. I'm giving you Superman's own words. He left that letter for you to be read only in the event of his death. But fortunately, he came back safely from Apollo, and so he must get that letter back before its contents are read by anyone. no Oh, well, why didn't you say so before? I... Instead of gabbing about enemies and... Well, the... I guess and... I was pretty upset. I, I still am, as a matter of fact.
0: Now, uh, what about that letter? What happened um, to it? I don't know. I... It just seems to have disappeared. Mr. White was sure he left it here when we went to the observatory with Dr. Millicent. But when we got back, it was gone. How sure are you that you left it here in the office, Chief? Mm, I I don't know. No, I I thought I did. Do you remember, Jim? All I remember is you were starting to open it when Dr. Bloomfield called from the observatory about sighting Apollo again. We ran out of here in such a hurry, I can't remember what happened to the letter. Oh, that's great.
1: Think, Chief. What, what could you have done with it?
0: I must have left it here because I didn't have
1: it at the observatory. I looked. You remember, Jim? Uh-huh. But then it should still be here. Mm, that's right. I don't see it, but... Maybe it is still here somewhere. Come on, let's start looking. I'll go through these papers. We already went through them, Mr. Kent. Well, we ransacked the whole office, even the files and the wastebasket. Then where could... Now, look, you never lock your office when you leave, do you, Chief? No. Why should I? Well, then someone might have come in, seen the envelope, and walked off with it. Say, that's right. Nobody nobody could come in here but members of the staff, and none of them would dare take a sealed envelope off my desk. We can't be too sure. Well, I am sure. Anyhow, nobody came in here while I was gone. I've already questioned Miss Backrack, whose desk, as you know, is right outside my door. Wait, wait. When you two left here with Doctor Millison, did you go directly to the observatory? Uh Yes. How did you go? By taxi. Uh, what kind of taxi? What kind? Yes, red and white, checker, yellow, which? Oh,
0: I, I think it was a red and white. No,
1: no, uh, the yellow, I think. Well,
0: was it a checker? Oh, come
1: on, make up your minds. Which was it? Well, maybe it was a checker. There.
0: Gosh, I don't know what it was now.
1: Oh, and you call yourselves newspaper men. What?
0: Well, gee whiz, we were all excited. A
1: reporter is supposed to keep his head and be observant. Oh, how do you like that for Gratitude. We were worried about you, you you, you, you fathead. I right. thought you were done for, and that's I'm why we... s- I'm sorry, Chief. Really, I am. I shouldn't have said that, but I- I'm very upset, and it's just... Hello? Excuse me, Chief. This is Clark Kent of the Daily Planet. Yes, will you put Dr. Millison on the phone, please, and hurry. It's important.
0: What are you calling Dr. Millicent for, Mr. Oh, Kent? I just
1: thought maybe he'll remember what kind of a taxi you were in. Well,
0: why is the cab so important? Oh, he
1: thinks I might have dropped the letter in the cab, I guess. Yes, and what's more... Uh, hello, Dr. Millicent. Yes, listen, I... Yes, I'm fine, thanks, but badly worried. Look, do you remember what kind of a cab you and Mr. White and Jim Olson took from the Daily Planet to the observatory today? Yes, I mean, I mean, was it a red and white or a yellow or... A red and white, huh? Are you sure? Oh, that's fine. Uh, did you happen to notice what the driver looked like? You didn't, eh? Well, neither did I. No, I didn't either. All right, thanks very much. Well, I haven't time to explain now. Yes, Later. All right, thanks again, Doctor. Goodbye. (coughs) Uh, He said it was a red and white, eh? Yes, and that's what I said first. Well, you call the red and white cab company, Kent. Our driver might have found the letter and turned it into his office. No, no, I'm going to the cab office myself. If the letter wasn't turned in, I want to find the driver. Come on with me, Jim. Keep your fingers crossed. Mr. Kent, there was nothing turned in by any of our drivers today. Uh Uh-oh. Of course, it might be turned in later. You want to leave your phone number? Oh, I I... I can't wait. The letter is too important.
0: I've got to find the driver of that cab and talk to him.
3: Yeah, but I... How are we
0: going to do that, Mr. Kent? We don't know who he is, and none of us even remember what he looked like. No, Jim, but cab drivers have to keep a record
1: of their trips. Isn't that right, Mr. Sandler? Yeah, that's right. Oh. Some driver's log will show a trip from the Daily Planet to the observatory on Mount Arthur around noon today. He's our man. Oh, well, let's get busy.
0: Check the record.
1: No, we can't do that yet. Yeah, why not? This trip is made around noon, as you say. Driver was working the first shift. Huh? That's from 8 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon.
0: Uh-oh.
1: First shift drivers won't be in here till 4 with their logs.
0: Gee whiz, it's just 3.20 now.
1: Well, if you want to wait, We'll Bobby, wait. We've got to wait. My only hope is that whoever found that letter isn't too curious to refrain from opening it. <gasps>
2: Caught with anxiety, Clark yet starts pacing the floor of the taxicab office, praying that he may get possession of the precious letter before his enemies do. We'll learn in a moment where the all-important letter is. So stand by.
3: Say, gang, it seems like you can almost feel excitement in the air these days. You fellows and girls are so hepped up about that new series of comic buttons in packages of Kellogg's Pets. Everybody's getting set to collect all 18 in the series, and making dates to swap duplicates. That's half the fun of collecting these new pep comic buttons, you know. If you open a package of pep and you find a button like one that you already have, well, then you trade off with one of your pals who has one that you need in your collection. It's Mighty exciting, and these pep comic buttons are so doggone slick-looking. You won't want to miss out on a single one. You'll want Vitamin Flintheart and uh, Flash Gordon and Superman and all the rest. So uh, get busy on your collection, gang. Remind mom to get plenty of Kellogg's pep. That's right, you don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere, but you'll find a nifty comic button in every package of Kellogg's Pep you open. That's the sunshine cereal, you know. Tastes a catchy and and golden at breakfast that you want to eat lots, which is always a good idea because Pep's so good for you. Yes, sir, Mom will be glad to get you some P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep.
2: on the 18th floor of the Metropolis Hotel. A small, thin man with the round, pink face of a baby stands by admiringly as his companion, a tall, dark man with heavy black eyebrows wearing immaculate evening clothes, painstakingly nuts his white bow tie before the mirror of a dresser.
4: You look like
5: fast, that suit and fish eyebrows.
4: Yeah, I got to look like class tonight, Buster. Uh, going to mix with the high society, you know.
5: Yeah, but don't worry, pal. I tell you, you look more like a dude than the dudes themselves. Ah, thanks. What's the idea getting dressed so early? It's only the middle of the afternoon.
4: I told you. takes three hours to get out to this joint. Ah, blast it. Now I spoil this tire, too. And I hope I got another.
5: Hey, that's the same tire you're away. What's the idea?
4: I gotta look just right. That's the idea. Ah, good. I got another white dye.
5: Look, you better bring back something good. To make up for all them ties and the cost of the fancy duds.
4: I'll bring back plenty, Buster. Don't worry.
5: <laughs> I'll bet you will. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Read this to me, will you, eyebrows? Now yeah, what's that? It's a letter.
4: Oh, go on. Who'd send you a letter? You can't read.
5: Nobody sent it to me. I followed that cab we was in just before.
4: I didn't see any letter in that taxi.
5: It was down behind a seat. I always reach down for a look-see. And sometimes I find money that rolled out of a guy's pocket. This time I found a letter. Ah, read it to me, will you?
4: What do you want to read somebody's letter for? Go look at the funny papers. Good for more laughs.
5: Oh, you already looked at them.
4: Anyhow, I like to
5: hear other guys mail read to me. Ah, come on, eyebrows. Be a good guy. Read it to me, huh?
4: I haven't got time, Buster. Throw it away. I'll read you the comics when I get back.
5: Nah, I don't like to, I like to hear letters. Ah, please, eyebrows.
4: Oh, all right. Gee, thanks. Come on, come on, give it to me. Hurry up quick.
5: All right, here, here, here it is. I got it out of the envelope already. Yeah, good. It
4: says, Dear Mr. White, Lois, and Jim.
5: Oh, it's good to three people, huh?
4: Yeah, three people. Prepare yourselves for a shock.
5: Hey, hey, it stops out real good, don't it?
4: Since it's very possible that I may never return, I What what'd you stop reading for? Hey, wait a minute, Buster. What's the matter? Great snakes and fishes. This letter is from Superman.
2: His eyes fairly popping out of his head. The man called Eyebrows reads the letter written by Superman. Apparently, the letter in which the Man of Steel reveals his identity as Clark Kent. Who is Eyebrows and his little companion, Buster? What will their possession of the letter... Revealing one of the most carefully guarded secrets in the world mean to Superman. Tomorrow's episode is packed with thrills and excitement, gang. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station.
3: And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pest.
2: For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
3: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, hey, when you shiver out of bed on a frosty morning, gang, that's Crumbles weather. That's when you want a toasty kind of cereal with zip and go. Kellogg's Crumbles, just the name makes you, makes you think of toasty words like crisp, crunchy, Crinkly. Crumbles, sort of sweet and mellow rich. The only cereal in the whole wide world made in those crinkly shreds of real whole wheat. You bet, gang. This is Crumbles Weather. Time for crisp, crunchy, crinkly, Kellogg's crumble. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.